0: This season of Closet Confidential is brought to you by Zalando. Hello, I'm Courtney Smith and you are listening to Closet Confidential. The clothes that we wear tell a story. They can change our mood, they can influence others and they can create memories. So they have more power and significance than we often realise. On this podcast, I'm chatting to people who have a unique and defined personal style. We're hearing the stories behind their clothes, what inspires their
1: style vibes and learning their sartorial secrets. I definitely think it's about experimenting, making mistakes, breaking rules and finding out what's the definition, Like, what makes you happy yeah. Yeah, and happy like, yeah. when it comes to fashion. My last guest
0: on season one is Karina Gaffey, who is known as one of Ireland's leading fashion stylists. From celebrities to high-end cover shoots, she's always putting others in beautiful ensembles, but it's actually her own personal style that really excites me. She's always had her finger firmly on the pulse of like the latest it brands before they become a thing. And she understands the art of a print clash better than anybody else I know. We chat about that indie sleaze style movement buy more is more when it comes to accessories and falling into a career in fashion. Karina, thank you for coming on the pod. I've just had a look through your wardrobe. It's absolutely gorgeous. I didn't expect anything less because obviously we've known each other our entire careers. Um, and I've always looked up to you as a stylist but also been so fond of how you put your outfits together because I feel like when I look at your style it's just so fun and so fresh and I think you do you really well.
1: Thank you. And ditto back as well. Like, <laughs> big admirer of your style and your work. Um, and I love having you as like a friend and colleague. And thank you so much for having me on the podcast. Um, yeah, I just love adding kind of a playful feel to, to my outfits. I like adding that little bit of a twist. I'd say my style is a bit like quirky, cool. It's very eclectic. I, can change one day from having a million prints and clashing prints and colors to trying to be a little bit more neutral and and i feel like as well i'm a little bit tomboy and then really girly and and i i love having that mix i really love having those interesting details that can like elevate an outfit and just bringing like certain like added flair to outfits for every day
0: there's there's a lot of references there though so like you know you you mentioned playfulness and a bit quirky and girly but also kind of boyish (laughs) at the same time so there's there is a lot going on which is why I think your look is so fresh and so different do you have you probably don't have just one but is there like a style inspiration like is there somebody whose style you looked at over the last like 10 20 years that you're like okay that's my vibe
1: I think um, I love a lot of different inspiration for style in terms of like from film and TV and then personality or celebrity wise. I feel like it's probably really cliched, but Kate Moss, Alexa Chung, like both of them, I just feel like they're so confident in their style. It's very unique to them, but also they can look completely different like day to day and different things that they wear. They can be really bohemian. And then also Alexa Jung, I love the kind of like 60s element. I love the kind of 60s feel like Prada, Miu Miu and like that kind of vibe as well that I feel like, well, previous collections from Prada and Miu Miu were very kind of like print focused 60s and stuff like that. So I feel like they would be like my eternal like style mm. um, inspiration but I love a lot of the Scandinavian influencers at the moment I love doing a deep dive on Instagram and like you know you'd like start one photo and you'd like be 10 deep because you're like you're looking at tags and keep going so a lot of the Scandinavian brands like would put me on to different kind of Scandinavian influencers and then I just find these amazing either influencers to follow or more amazing brands. So I feel like my style of inspiration is always evolving mm-hmm. and I feel like I'm always looking for fresh inspiration and I feel like people keep saying Instagram is dead and like it's all about TikTok but I don't think there's anything better than Instagram or Pinterest even as well for like finding inspiration and like I have constant folders, save folders on my Instagram. Same. So I, yeah, I just <laughs> I just think that you're, maybe it's because I'm a stylist and it's so integrated with work, my personal style and work that I'm constantly looking for new labels, fresh ways of styling stuff. So it's never ending. Yeah. You mentioned
0: confidence there. Uh, Is that something that you always had with your style or is it something that you kind of learned to have? Because, you know, your style, it's not it's not basic, it's not boring. It's definitely, you know, on the wilder side of of the norm. So, you walking down the street wearing, you know, head to toe animal print, people are going to look and 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 it's you know, they're gorgeous outfits, but it's definitely you know, you're definitely a stylist or somebody that works in fashion or or somebody that likes to take risks. And that's, you know, that's no easy feat. You have to be very confident in yourself to pull off an outfit like that. So were you always like that or is it something that just kind of evolved over time?
1: I would probably describe myself as an extrovert if you know what I mean. So people obviously think that I'm so bubbly and so outgoing and I am that. But sometimes I can be quite reflective and I can be quite quiet and I can actually be quite shy and I can get really panicky about (laughs) speaking and all that kind of thing, which I don't think people would realise. So sometimes I feel like when I put on an a that's really loud, that's doing the talking for me and Mm. I don't actually have to talk. So I feel like it's slightly like an armour sometimes and that's, you know, people can see me coming and they can hear me coming (laughs) jangling, jewellery or my prints and stuff of like that and i feel like that is just a way of saying who i am without having to speak in one sense i know it sounds a bit weird but it just means that i can be kind of quiet and then let my outfit do all the all the talking if i'm not in the mood so i definitely have bites of like you know feeling self-conscious about what I wear or what I put on and I think it's just faking it till you make it and I think I don't know that's why I probably gravitate towards prints and like coats and stuff like I just feel like that putting clothing on can change your mood can change everything about you and then there's a a costume designer either had that said, clothes not only make the woman, they can make her several different women. Mm. And I just really like that because I feel like getting dressed in the morning is like you're getting dressed for, for your lifestyle, for your mood and how you feel. And like, if you don't feel that confident, there is something in your wardrobe that will give you that confidence. And I feel like that's what I use in my clothes. It helps me feel more confident if I, need, if I need it.
0: I couldn't agree more. And you mentioned it there and it's actually something that I kind of live by as well, that the clothing that you wear and your style and, and how you put yourself together, it's a way of telling the world who you are and what mood you're in before you say a word. So I always feel like that when I'm leaving the house, like who, who is, what is this outfit saying and who am I telling the world that I am today? Um, and I think that just shows how powerful clothes can be. Uh, they definitely change my mood. And I definitely feel that when I put on something that I feel really confident in, Gives me a better day.
1: Definitely. I think it's all about how you feel when you put something on and, and what it can add to your day. So I love like going towards prints or colours or, you know, those kind of full elements or something that has like an interesting texture or something that sparks joy. It's just like those just little added flares that just think can like make you smile and then also make other people smile yes. as well. And like, it's nothing better than getting, a you know, a compliment about your outfit. Like I have a dress in there, a Stella Nova dress and like every Every time I wear it, someone like says, I love your dress or, you know, and when you get a compliment about your outfit, like it makes you feel so good. And um, so I think it's so nice to compliment other people about their outfits, but also, you know, you know, like give compliments. I think it's just it's or to get compliments is so good as well.
0: I totally agree I think if anybody's listening and you see somebody wearing a nice outfit go yeah. and tell them because you've put an effort in and we love to hear it exactly. and I love to say it as well Exactly
1: I love when you go to America and with the States and they always compliment you like I remember like just even walking through the subway and someone would be like nice shoes and you'd be like oh my god they're so complimentary. so I think we need to as Irish people we're so like oh thanks this whole thing like as in we're very like if someone compliments us yeah. like we just can't take it and I feel like if we give and take More compliments, so we will be able to take it a bit better.
0: What about your earliest style memory? Because, like, obviously, you know, you're wearing a lot of animal print, you you know, you go for a lot of kind of fun elements, playful elements. Were you always like that? Like, were you always a fashion girl?
1: I actually wasn't massively into fashion when I was younger. Like, I think my mom did a very good job of dressing us. So I have a brother and sister, and we both were or we're all kind of dressed. I think it was the 80s, 90s kids. We were all dressed the same like me and my sister aren't twins but we were practically yeah. twins the whole time and i just remember like growing up 80s 90s there was such color and like loads of stuff that's back now as well and um, really like neons bicycle shorts like loads pedal of color, pushers. pedal pushers like palazzo pants
0: bring back the pedal pushers that's the <laughs> yeah. only thing that hasn't returned and i'm yeah. like when are they coming back
1: <laughs> so i think i remember just wearing so much print and color when i was younger and like i actually asked my mom like Do you have any memory of me? Did I say no to wearing stuff? Like, I can't even remember. And she was like, no. Like, as in, she was like, you always kind of wore stuff your way. So maybe that was it. She said, like, with my school uniform, like, my card is going to be hanging off, my socks will be down around, my ankles instead of probably up to my knees. And I was like, is that sloppy or quirky? And she's like, oh, no, it was quirky. I think she was just being nice. But (laughs) I don't know, maybe it was just my way of putting my own stamp on it. Like, I remember one picture that I have at home is me wearing this kind of like mesh t-shirt that had a fish underneath it and it was pinks and thing and then I had a really like I was a real tomboy when I was younger and my hair was really short like it was like a pixie cut and I had these like pla- do you remember those plastic clips and stuff yes. like that yes. like They're all and like now. combs yeah and they were all like stuck in my hair different <laughs> ways like I was obviously trying to be like add the feminine element with my like short pixie hair and my yeah fish top Um, and then also I just remember I don't know I can't even remember the name of the brand but those communion shoes they had this amazing ad of the girl climbing up and they had like a key at the bottom of them they were like the 80s Gosh, yeah. I need to remember and the ad was amazing if you turned the sole over they had like a key the at key the bottom is. or something and I just remember being like fascinated by that that like clothing could be a bit more transformative than just a plain shoe like why should you bother with just like a plain sole when it can have like something amazing underneath it so maybe that's where your <laughs> obsession with shoes
0: and like quirky little shoes came from maybe
1: you never know I think it all feeds in
0: and what do you think then was the kind of like transformative moment because like like was it like your teen years or your college years that you started actually getting into fashion like did you start thrifting did you start like spending because like obviously you invest in your clothes now there has to have been some sort of point before you became a stylist that you were like oh this really excites me like fashion excites me
1: i think maybe when i was like in school and stuff working retail jobs like working in fashion i worked in retro and georgia street arcade with a bunch of girls that are actually still my best friends to this day and that's about 20 years ago now and then i worked in top shop and i worked in oasis and i was just always surrounded by fashion and retail i thought it was a really good uh, like grinding for like Meeting different people and like dressing different shapes, and I suppose that maybe was a really good grounding for styling and going into that kind of area. And then I just seemed to love fashion. That so I don't even know what the defining moment was. I guess like I loved kind of movies and TV, and I when I look back and go, I loved certain films for maybe fashion reasons but I didn't realise that I was so interested in the fashion it's kind of funny like big business you know that movie and with their big polka dot padded oversized kind of um, you know, like business suits and like I loved Labyrinth like Jennifer Connelly and the kind of like bohemian kind of and David Bowie mm. and like absolutely adored my dad loved Elvis and I loved Elvis's Hawaiian kind of um, you know when he went to the kind of Hawaiian shirts and all that and like I have a couple of Hawaiian shirts in my Wardrobes. so like there's all these things that i probably feed back to it but i didn't realize at the time there was no one like moment that were mm. like you should go and work in fashion it just kind of all came together
0: all organically happened. Yes. Do you have any, like, flashback moments now? Because, I mean, we all have them when we look at, like, maybe our teen years or our college years where you're like, what the, mm, was I thinking? Like, why, did, you know, was there, like, an emo moment or, like, you know, a big rocker moment that you're, like, looking back at and you're like, that was not a good look?
1: I think that, like, it was funny at the time, the indie sleeves moment, which has been coined the indie sleeves, but that was just, like... My early twenties, I think, was <laughs> it, and now it's come this moment, and they have an Instagram dedicated to it. I'm like, at the time, I didn't think there was a movement happening, but it was all very probably defined by Alexa Chung, Kate Moss, skinny jeans. I dyed my hair peroxide blonde. Did you? Yeah, and it all fell out afterwards. Oh, God. But we were, yeah, and then I had a fringe. We used to wear those fake glasses that didn't have the... It was all hipstery, indie... Do you remember? Yeah. The fake glasses that didn't have lenses in it because you just wanted to look cooler. I felt like that is... A moment, and that was just at the height of like social media starting. So, there is some of those photos floating around. I going to track
0: those down,
1: <laughs> <laughs> but I think it's all about experimental, kind of you know, having fun with fashion. And I definitely think that was a time that I was like going out, making friends, having fun, and then just like not ca- being carefree as well.
0: Yeah, so no regrets because yeah, exactly. it's an evolution. It's an evolution. And what about like, because obviously we've been talking about your style and how like you have elements of girly, but also you like to give it like a boyish twist. But with that, you've actually, you like buying men's wear, like and, and actually mixing that into your wardrobe, but you also share it with your hubby.
1: Anthony. <laughs> it's a good way of getting something half price when you go share it. It's <laughs> it's uh, it's very practical. And um, yeah, it, like I actually kind of prefer menswear cuts sometimes. I feel like they're better for like a little bit more coverage the longer as well. But also, Uh, like men's t-shirts I love so sometimes me and my husband will just go halves on something like a Prada shirt or something we're like okay well it's like if we go halves and it's like half the price so
0: um, yeah I mean let's just be honest though you're very lucky that he's into fashion I'm pretty sure if I said to my partner hey let's go buy this Prada shirt together he'd be like no (laughs) I'm good I think
1: it's just a way of justifying getting it so it's like although we've got halves on it it remains firmly on his side of the wardrobe you know what I mean (laughs) I tend to borrow it sometimes but yeah I just prefer the fit of it and I, and I love the prince, and he happens to be into prints and stuff and he's very much influential probably in the terms of um The way that I am more of a considered consumer as I get older and also as his influence, he's very much a considered person when it comes to fashion. He doesn't just, he wouldn't buy fast fashion. He would buy really good pieces a couple of times a year. Like, I think when you work in fashion, you're just surrounded by it all the time and you just get swept up sometimes. He's the complete opposite. So I feel like I've come, you know, better at like, doing the bigger purchases through him and like investing in pieces that I love and wearing them and keeping them and wearing them and wearing them. That's a really good point of conversation because I
0: feel like obviously we are in this world of like consumerism and we both work in fashion and we love it. But I'm the same. I'm trying to be and I have been over the last few years definitely more conscious with my purchases. Is there any advice that you think you could give people out there, both as somebody who just loves fashion and has great style, but also as a stylist? Like, h- how do you make those decisions? Like, wh- what are the, like, the ways to still buy High Street, like, but buy better and like, you know, buy less? And would you have any tips in that kind of realm?
1: Well, one thing that I think it's kind of something that I, I've said before and I stand by it all the time is like, I love the kind of like three ways if you can think of three different ways to style something now it should be more than three ways to wear it but I think just at the top of your head three different ways to style one item when you're investing or buying something that you already have in your wardrobe and then if you feel like you can style up three different ways then you know maybe consider to purchase it if you can't think of nothing in your wardrobe that will go with it I don't think it's a good purchase I think I love the way Orla Sheridan she's um, a personal Shopper. She kind of promotes this 30 ways of wearing. She's always promoting, like, wearing your clothes so much. And I think I'm really about that. It's like, it's okay now and again to buy High Street as long as, you know, you are going to get the wear out of it. And I think that's the same. It's just, like, like, really wearing your clothes. Obviously, it's great to have a look at, like, High Street stores that are, you know, very sustainable. They have good sustainable practices. But also, just, like looking at how you can style up your pieces and wear your clothes and just don't let it sit in your wardrobe like forever I think it's just about getting the wear out of pieces do you have any
0: wardrobe regrets like are there any things that like stand out in your head that you're like I spent X amount on this or even you didn't maybe it's a high street buy but it's like it's one of those like frivolous purchases that
1: just never got worn. And you're like, why did I spend money on that? Definitely had wardrobe requests. I don't know if I can like call it to mind because it's probably too many. But what I do is I'm very good at turning my clothes over in terms of like, I'll go to my wardrobe, I'll take stock of it. I'll look at it. I'll realize, okay, well, I've way too many printed dresses. I've way too many trousers. I need more tops. And I kind of do like, a, like an analytic kind of thing of my wardrobe and see what I'm missing. Um, and then if there's, then I'll do a try on now and again and I'll be like, okay, something needs to go to charity. It doesn't fit me anymore. You know what I mean? Or I'll sell it. I drop a lot of stuff to Shabella, um or I'll do maybe like Depop or something. So, I'm very good at just turning over my wardrobe. So if there is a wardrobe of regret, I don't let it sit in my wardrobe. Mm. I pass it on because someone else is going to love it. So, and I love like shopping pre-loved. I love supporting pre-loved, you know, shopping secondhand as well. And I just kind of move it on. If I just, if it's just giving you anxiety sitting in your wardrobe, I'm like, see you later.
0: Do you find it hard then to get rid of things if you have like an emotional attachment to them or are they the pieces that will stay in your wardrobe forever?
1: Uh, so... I remember I lived in an apartment in the Temple Bar and we were moving or something and I had to get rid of loads of stuff and I was actually standing there, like I was young at the time maybe hormonal I don't know but I was like <laughs> Anthony was like you have to like just declutter your wardrobe and I remember like crying like donating stuff and giving it away and like you know this is the top that I first kissed you in and everything and I was really emotional now I don't have as much of an emotional attachment to clothes obviously have a lovely memories attached to certain things they will stay in my wardrobe but I'm very good at kind of like de- Uh, like as in, I'm very good at like just being like no they can like I don't need it it needs to go someone else will love it more and I kind of move on but like obviously there's certain things like I have a beautiful sequence shirt that Natalie B Coleman designed that's part of kind of my wedding you know outfit or whatever and like I'm never going to get rid of that but like I feel like you know, it's meant to be with you for a certain amount of time. And if you move it on, then someone else can have nice memories with it.
0: I love that because I feel that when I buy vintage or secondhand, I always wonder what the story behind that outfit is or that item. I'm like, who wore this before me? I always, I, sometimes I make up stories in my head. I'm like, oh, this glamorous woman in the 70s wore this. And like, I think it's really like, I almost wish that people when they, when they gave clothing somewhere, they put the
1: story with it. I know, I love that. Like, my, I'm not wearing it today. Everything's fine, by the way. But my ring is antique. So <laughs> like, I was
0: like, what do you mean everything's fine? Oh, your wedding ring's not on you.
1: I'm <laughs> yeah. um, And I'm like, I absolutely would love to know the story of my wedding ring like you know where you know how who, wore it who wore you? it before you yeah um, yeah. I love the way that there's so much um, memories and stories attached to clothing it's you know and I think especially with vintage or second hand there's obviously so much more memories attached to. It. it's been around longer and there's so much more stories attached to it and I think it's so interesting um, just even how people styled it how they wore it or who they were where did it come from was it a different country or is it someone you know I just think like the heritage of clothes it's, yeah. it's so lovely speaking
0: of jewelry actually um you are the queen of jewelry <laughs> because you're always wearing so much of it I mean I'm looking at you now you've got like layers of necklaces about 15 <laughs> earrings on um, <laughs> I know you love supporting Irish brands as well and you wear a lot of like different mix from high street to high end what is it about jewelry for you because like I don't think I've ever seen you wear an outfit without some sort of jewelry
1: I feel I've just got more into jewellery in the last couple of years. I just feel like... I feel like there's something that you can put on no matter how you feel. Like if you're having a day where nothing feels right on you in terms of clothing, you know, you feel bloated or like you're just having one of those days. And I feel like jewellery will just always add a little extra something. And even if you just want to wear like a plain t-shirt and jeans, it just gives like that extra element in Ava, an mm. extra flair. So I feel like you can just change up an outfit really quickly, like layering up your jewellery. And I just feel like there's so much amazing Irish jewellers out there. Like... Like from terms of like like you know definitely like craftsmen. We're such a nation of craftsmen, and there's so much like really reasonable jewellery to kind of like heritage-y kind of brands. Like I love One Dame Lane, what yeah. they're doing. Gabs Lux as well. J jewellery, lullery, um, but even like you know proper jewelers. So selling the golds, like Rhines is a, a, an amazing jeweler in the country. Paul Sheeran, Paul Sheeran as well. So like across the board, I really feel like jewellery is one of... I don't think we talk about it enough in in terms of Ireland that jewellery is... Uh, like one of our strongest um kind of design elements mm. I definitely think. Um so I just love kind of mixing it up and then international jewelers I love uh like Timeless pearly as well, Alighieri, like mm, I, love I love those that. pieces. Circo Rally, obviously another Irish, um, but her pieces like the coin pieces and and just I just think it adds just another element of fun and like I love the way now that the created ear is in, so you can add more jewellery and kind of mix it up. More
0: is more. More is, is more. more,
1: less is bore. Yeah. <laughs> or less is snore.
0: <laughs> is there anything, obviously, when you're on set, like, is there anything that you have, like, fallen in love with? Like, I mean, you style, you style so many celebrities over the years. You've done so many cover shoots. Is there anything that you've pulled for a shoot that you're like, I have to have that in my life, and you just keep it? <laughs>
1: I think I had this man watch over H&M, this amazing pink trench coat. Um, I think I borrowed that for a shoot. And then there was another H&M studio collection, pink sequin blazer as well. I love, you know, those kind of special collections Mm. that like H&M and other stories do. I think I definitely pulled them. And then I was like, I need to keep this for myself. Um, We've (laughs) all been there. We've all been there. It's a a curse of the job. Sometimes you can get really obsessed with stuff and think about it for... Ages afterwards, or think about it at the time. And then sometimes you can get it out of your system by using it in a shoot and having it on a model. And then you're like, okay, I've ticked that name. Yeah, yeah. That obsession has gone. I'm grand It looks great on her. I don't need to have to try it. So sometimes you're like, no, I don't. But like, I, I think I'd fall for like shoes and like jewellery and stuff. Definitely bought a lot of shoes. I have a pair of Zara pointed studded kind of ones that um like they're black kind of mirrored ones. And I bought them off a of shoot. I'm like, okay, Madeline, I don't have to tape them. You can run around and ruin them because then I'll have to keep them.
0: <laughs> oh, oops. <laughs> like oops, yeah. And then you have to add it into your wardrobe. Exactly. Uh, in terms of putting an outfit together, is there like a thought process? I think, or do you just kind of go with the flow
1: I think I go with the flow I think I have a think about what's going on my day I think it's a lot to do with lifestyle and mood I know that sounds kind of boring, but it should be kind of practical in terms of you know there should be some kind of functional practical element to your outfits or my outfits and that I love the way you
0: say that and you have a very <laughs> like unfunctional impractical, like, rail of clothes. I'm sure there are elements there, but like... They have
1: pockets. They're functional. They are all waterproof. No, um, I no, I mean as in one part should be practical. Like, either your footwear... I, I don't know. I feel like sometimes... I know when I'm on set, like, you kind of have to dress quite, like safe and boring and stuff like you have to be safety conscious you have to have you know good pair of shoes on you know I feel like sometimes sometimes you might have to wear all black if you're on set like for tv or whatever so I feel like that's my work wardrobe. And then my like life wardrobe is all the fun kind of things. I don't you know think I've
0: ever seen you in a boring outfit in my <laughs> life. I've known you for 15 years. There's absolutely no way you've ever worn a boring head to toe black
1: outfit. I definitely have. And sometimes you just roll out of bed and you're like, no, not today. I am going with a tracksuit and like runners. And I don't care. Okay, Do you know what I mean? I, I have,
0: I, the day I see you in a tracksuit. It's just not I'm on Instagram. <laughs> Karina thank you so much Before we go If I was to ask you What your style secret would be
1: What my style secret would be I probably have a couple. I don't know. Anyway, there is a stylist that um, does these amazing TikTok videos called Alison Borstein. And she comes up with three words to describe style. And I really like that element of it. Because if you look at my wardrobe, I'd say I would be quirky, eclectic. And what would be my third word? Playful? (laughs) Playful, yes. What would be your three words to describe your wardrobe? Oh, I
0: like the way you just turned this on (laughs) me. Um... I think bohemian or Bohemian I, feel like, I have to have bohemian yeah. but but also a bit rock check yeah. you know what I mean so like bohemian rock and
1: help me out here Se- 70s is kind of same as bohemian I don't know bohemian rock
0: bohemian <laughs> and rock <laughs> that's my three, that's three words. words
1: very good um, but I like that way in terms of like you know, having some limits to your wardrobe in a sense is like, because you might look at my wardrobe and think it's so not co- cohesive in terms of it. But I feel like if they fit into those words, then that's your style and that's your kind of like capsule wardrobe in a sense. And I also think the one of my style secrets is like, to hell with capsule wardrobes. Like, your capsule wardrobe could be completely different to my capsule wardrobe and it should reflect your lifestyle and you know what you need from Monday to Friday Monday to Sunday you know what you need for work or for weekend and stuff of like that what you're doing each day is different to what someone else is doing so why should your clothes be the same this 10 pieces that everyone woman should have I think that's a little bit BS so I think you know you just have to figure out your kind of three words or what describes you and what you or it's your what definition what is your style vibe yeah. What is your style vibe? Yeah. And then shop that way. And then also experiment as well with your style vibe. It's okay to get it wrong sometimes. Like, I've definitely got it wrong. On a lot of occasions, but it's about having fun and figuring it out. Because if we all just were like, okay, let's all just wear a white t shirt and blue jeans for the rest of our life, then it would just be boring. But what you're like, why don't I try a leopard print jacket over that or a red blazer or, you know, trying different things out means then you kind of like will evolve as well. And I feel like we all evolve as people. So our style are going to evolve. Like yeah. 10 years ago, 20 years ago, we we're going to be a different person. 20 years from now, you're going to be a different person. There will be those elements in your wardrobe that will remain like timeless, but then other little flair, fun moments and experimenting, you'll fall in love with different pieces and like add more fun to your wardrobe. So I definitely think it's about experimenting, making mistakes, breaking rules and finding out what's the definition, like what makes you pick. Yeah, I'm yeah, happy. Like yeah. when it comes to
0: fashion, because it should be fun, and it should be, it should be a comfort blanket. It should be something that you put on, you feel empowered wearing, a hundred percent.
1: Exactly, and I think also in, and I say all that, and this might seem contradictory. If it ain't broke, but like if there is, I think also, and we were talking about compliments earlier as well. If someone's complimenting an outfit, maybe like mentally noted or save it. Like, oh, that's why I love my Instagram because it's kind of like I sometimes will scroll through my Instagram and be like, I need an outfit, and then we look through my Instagram and be like, what have I worn that? I loved that. I was happy enough to put up on the gram. You know what I mean? And on the grid, and I'll be like, oh yeah, that outfit, and then I'll remember. Because sometimes we can get overwhelmed when we open our wardrobe and we're like, oh my god, there's so much. Like, where do I start? So I feel like even like ha- like to take a picture of an aphid that you felt really good in uh, or someone complimented you in obviously it's not about compliments about how you feel but you know take have a little kind of like style mood board of your own outfits, mm. and then it makes it easier in those mornings where you're like pressured for time stressed out and then you're like oh my god that aphid actually that's perfect I wore that shirt and that blouse, and it, I felt really good in it and then you go grand good I'm good for the day
0: Karina, that's such good advice. <laughs> I'm going to take it myself. Thank you so much, it's Thank been such a you pleasure. Thank you for having me. This season of Classic Confidential is proudly sponsored by Zalando, the leading platform in Europe offering fashion to suit all your vibes. Whatever moment or mood you find yourself in, Zalando empowers you to express your ever changing identity through a wide range of clothing, footwear, and accessories across thousands of different brands explore endless choice for all your personal style vibes at salando.ie you've been listening to closet confidential thank you for tuning in i really hope you enjoyed the style chats as much as i did and if you did please do like subscribe rate and review and if you want to stay in the loop on all things closet confidential just follow our instagram page at closet confidential underscore official and if you haven't already we also have a video series on youtube so check that out and in the meantime i'll be back next week with another stylish guest